Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Culture of Hordom. Welcome to the podcast. You can take a sit, you can lay back, and let's do some talking. Talk, 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 talk that shit. Okay, so today, um, first, before we go any further, I want to talk about this drama that's on YouTube. Um, made by Zimbabweans based in Redcliffe, Cliff. Oh my gosh, it is hilarious. I was thoroughly entertained when I watched all the seven episodes. You should check it out. I'm so happy that there's so much creativity in my country and it's not really put out there. And I would want to shed some light and tell you that Zimbabweans are full of talent and the acting was natural. It wasn't it wasn't pinched you could just tell that these people know what they're doing I enjoyed it I loved it it's titled um, you should check it out on YouTube it's very funny subscribe like and comment you will enjoy it, I promise you. I will never recommend if it's whack. It's totally awesome. It's brilliant. So do check that out. And if you do, you can come back here and let me know how that went. Uh, you can send a voice message or a comment, whichever way. So today we're going to talk about the role of women in patriarchy and how women actually help in the progression and perpetuate the system of patriarchy. Okay, so I've been thinking about this a lot and I thought, okay, um, I wrote about this, I think, at some point in time on my blog, but then I decided, let me talk about it today because something really happened that triggered this podcast. And I came here and I was like, no, we need to put things straight and we need to shed light on some of these things so that a lot of women maybe might not realize it, but they actually are people who who help in um, implementing patriarchy everywhere else. And it's funny that us women are the biggest victims, but at the same time, we are also enforcers and of patriarchal rules. And it's not, I don't blame anybody. I don't blame them. I don't blame the women who enforce patriarchal rules because that's what they know. They grew up being taught about it from their mothers, their great-grandmothers. It goes back to generations. It all started from hundreds and hundreds of years ago and it's become part of the culture and patriarchy is a norm, which is actually a very wrong, a whole wrong algorithm of the system we need to dismantle it and put it away so uh somebody got made recently and i i was talking to her because she went to to see the the, the her in-laws and she went there and the in-laws didn't like her and when i'm talking about the in-laws not liking her i'm not talking about the men i'm talking about the women Number one, they didn't like her makeup. They didn't like how she looked, how she dressed. And the fact that when she got there, she went there with her helper, 
so that they sh the helper could help her. <laughs> help her with the with the Makoti duties. And the fact that there's something called Makoti duties already is a red flag. This is number one. One of the most sexiest sex sexist forms of ruthless oppression through patriarchy. Number one, she she went there. The women were not impressed. Well, she went with her the nails. They were manicured. She had long nails. They didn't like that. How is she going to take care of her husband with those long nails? How is she going to do the dishes? How is she going to do the laundry for the husband with those nails and all that makeup? She's not fit to be a wife. They were not impressed by her whole outlook and demeanor. Of which, guess who is enforcing patriarchy? Us women. So when she came back and she told me her whole ordeal, she was pretty upset. And I was talking to her and I told her, you know what, the marriage is between you and him, not you and them. So you and your husband, you know how you're going to live in the house in your own household and when you're in your own household you're not with these people every day in your house so you live however you want and they need to accept you for who you are this is the wife that their son chose so they have to accept her the way she is and you cannot please judge a person by how well they do house chores there is more to a woman than that and all, not all women grew up domesticated to be able to do hard labor to prove themselves to be worthy of a virtuous, proper, accepted wife in the society. So when we are talking about the society, we are talking mainly, if you look at it, it's the women. It's the women who tell you, you're not dressed properly. Your skirt is too short. Your dress is too revealing. You're going to attract men. You're going to get raped, the rape culture. It's also part it's another branch of patriarchy, the rape culture. You get raped if you dress like that. Who is saying this thing? It's the women who are teaching their daughters to protect themselves from men by dressing in a certain way. So looking at all this, it's the better half of the society that are women who are pushing this agenda. It comes from when you're as young as six. A six-year-old girl child already in her mind, she's got the mindset that she's supposed to be able to sweep, clean, be the pillar of the family. Because that's what she's seeing in the household and in every other household. It's the woman who's keeping everything together. Because that's how we were groomed. That's how we were raised. I personally, it did become my second nature until I grew up and I was like, no, this is some BS. That's not right. Why am I succumbing to hard labor while someone is sleeping or playing on their on, on their PlayStation? It didn't sit well with me. How is this? Like, I mean, that lazy. They can't even pick up themselves. Pick after themselves. They can't. Why is it they can't pick up themselves? Because they were not towards that. It's not even in them. They don't even know how to do it. They don't have the burden. They are not reprimanded for that. There, there's a statement, what does it say? Boys will always be boys. That's enabling 
boys are always the boys because yes, they are not accountable for anything to be honest. That's why they can go go out and cheat and be promiscuous and not be accountable. Because they are not reprimanded for this thing. They're just men. It's, it's, it's what men do. They cheat. They have baby mamas. They step out of the marriage. Sometimes they beat you up. But you as a woman, you have to stand strong and and be and be the good wife. So endure and persevere. Those are the words that are instilled in our minds for a long time. I'm telling you, if I hear the word enjoy and persevere in terms of relationship, marriage, and dealing with men, I am going to jump off a cliff. Okay, let's start from the fact that uh, there are baby showers and bridal showers and all kitchen parties. All these are women events where they teach each other how to be the personal robot for a man. A bride, before she goes into a household, before she even starts this marriage journey, she's groomed by women on how to be a good wife. And I'm telling you, everything that they are taught is systematic repression through patriarchy. They teach women how to conform to the rules and regulations of patriarchy. I've gone to a lot of these women little events, parties, bridal showers, and whatnot. And every time I sit there, I'm listening to the advice that they're giving the bride to be. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to get married. <laughs> what the hell is this shit? I don't want to get married. What? What? That's how I feel every single time. So when I finally did get married and I had my own bridal shower, I was prepared. So I told my mom, look here, this bridal shower is not going to talk about sex and how to please a man, number one. And everyone was shocked, hey, these modern girls of today, you don't know how to do things, you are throwing away your culture. I was like, no, this is my marriage and this is my bridal shower and I'll detect how I want it to be. I told my mom, listen, I am not going to have, we're not going to talk about sex. Well, number one, you're going to teach me all these uh, sexual things that I should do to please my men and the said man is not even there. You don't know him. You've never had sex with him. You've never asked him about his sexual preferences. You just assume there's just this one umbrella generalization on how to please men, which I think is very faulty and it's problematic. It doesn't work like that. This other time, this lady at this other bridal shower that I attended was telling this bride to be, listen, girl, you. You need to shave your pubes, your pubes for your men. Make sure you're always cleanly shaven. You should look like a baby. And then I was like, oh, okay. I mean, if we're talking about personal hygiene, then yeah, I, I agree. But no, it wasn't an angle of personal hygiene. She was actually saying, because men like it like that. Extra. <laughs> I'm thinking that you, you are telling me to shave my panani for my own personal hygiene 
for my own health. But we're doing this for for for, for men. men. Men are not even pressurized to, to, to shave their pubes. They don't even bother most of them. I'm telling you, 80% of men do not shave, even their own damn armpits. But who? Let an inch of hair grow on your armpits. Who? It's hell. Oh my God, who's gonna marry her? She's so disgusting. Eh, 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 eh. Okay, hold it up here. So you're telling me that um, this girl should shave her pubes for a man. Okay, if you're gonna look at it that way, what if this guy she's going to marry has a fetish for pubic hair? Hmm? He loves the bush. He wants his woman to look like a gorilla. And there the bridal shower you're busy telling her, you should shave your pubic hair, your pubic hair for your men. Don't shave them pubes. The men is I like the pubes, baby. Just make sure that they're clean. I like it like that. Not that you're supposed to do what he wants, but it's sometimes when you're in a marriage you need to compromise on some things to communicate and also work. And it's all it's it's a burden for both. Partners is not just a woman, but I'm saying you don't know the man and you're telling someone on how to please their man when you don't even know him. You don't even know what he likes. Maybe he doesn't even like doggy. Maybe he's a missionary man through and through. That's what excites him. I mean, people are different, right? And you're being told to, to open your legs and do the 180 split and all that for someone who's just content with basic missionary and maybe you do like missionary so you are like posing a pee it work in a, you're posing your peas in a pod and what and it works for for both of you and there's these people coming from outside telling you what this and that and this that 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 doesn't even align with you or your relationship so when i had my bridal shower i told people i'm not talking about sex with Sex, sexual things are between me and my husband. We will talk about it, how he likes it, how I like it, what we both like, and how we're going to do about it. Because it's basically communication between you and him. Physically and verbal communication. And tell each other, no, I like it like this, baby. No, do it like this, baby. Yeah, he said like, you know, it has to be two people. No outside people telling you this and that and that. It, that's the whole agenda that women play a part they become voices of the rest of the men men don't even do have to do anything because the system is so thorough it's beautifully built it is thorough it works and it's been working that's what i'm saying so most of the time men don't have to do anything all they do is just sit back and let the women run the show for their own benefits. They benefit from all this nonsense. And my bridal shower came. Number one, we're not going to talk about sex. Number two, the man is going to be there. If any advice is going to be dished out, we have to be both be there and listen to it. And when I'm talking about any advice that you're going to dish out of my bridal party, it better be constructive. Constructive ad advice that works for both of us, not one-sided woman do this, woman do this. No. Okay, Maka, be a loving wife to your men. And also, Kundi, be a loving husband to your wife. That's how we're going to do this. And that's how we did things. People thought it was very unorthodox and traditional and all that. But I had my brother shower and my husband was there. 
And whatever advice was being dished out, it was both to us, not to train women to, to be personal robots to men, okay? Right. Kundi, sometimes it's great to serve your wife. Breakfast in bed, surprise her. Be that romantic dude. Because we women cannot be the only people who hold a marriage together while the men are buckling wild out there. It doesn't sound right. That's what has been happening. He cheats. Accept it. That's how men are. They cheat. They are not monogamous, but they're somewhere in a monogamous relationship. Where did you get married to one person? Why did you just do the customary law and have many wives? That's the thing. It does not make sense. And talking about the customary laws, ooh, how are men complaining about the whole order thing? This whole other thing is one of the biggest, biggest sexist patriarchy, patriarchal system that was put by men. So the whole thing, it's men sitting discussing while the women are sitting on the floor and listening on. There's no voice in this. They discuss, they negotiate. Most of the money actually goes to, to the father of the bride, which always boggles my mind. Like, why? Why can't the, 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 the what do you call it, the rusambo be equally divided between the father and the mother? Because the mother is the one who carried this child for nine months. Her body was altered forever. Do you know what happens when you give birth? Your body will never be the same. It was altered to give birth to this child. She nurtured, she nurtured this, this child, breastfed this child, and basically did most of the parenting. You know our traditional families. Who does most of the parenting is the mom. And at the end, she gets the short stick, the short, the short end of the stick. And now... The men are fighting this whole bride, bride price thing because it's too expensive. It's just too expensive. And it has robbed, I've talked about, I've written about this on my blog, how patriarchy is robbed. Um, men of human emotion. Men cannot cry in public. They cannot show emotion because you're supposed to be stoic. And these are the negative effects of patriarchy on men. I am not belittling them, but compared to women and men, gender-based violence, rape culture, child child bride child marriage it all stems from the system of patriarchy it's so sad it's so sad cat calling sexual harassment men are entitled to do whatever they want to women because of the system they feel they're not accountable they look at women and they see them as objects. They can do whatever they want. It's not right.
women are human beings who deserve equal opportunities, respect, dignity. It's something that that is so I don't know how to say it, but it really pisses me off that we have to fight for something so basic as this. By, by the very rights that we are human beings, we fight for equal salaries. Because some of men are, are, are the better vision of, uh, of human beings and we are the lesser. It doesn't make sense. So from an early age, as women, we are conditioned to internalize all the rules of patriarchy. And if a family fails or a marriage fails, usually it's blamed on the woman. Look at Cardi B. Cardi B filed for divorce, but apparently, from what I've been reading on the internet, the whole marriage failure was a fault. When we all know that Osset was a cheating ass dog, could not keep it in his pants. He had several, he had several baby mamas. And Cardi B was like, no, <laughs> this, that's it. I mean, I'm not going to tolerate any of this. And she filed for divorce. And apparently it's her fault. She couldn't keep her men. The burden of keeping a marriage and keeping a relationship is on the woman. So if there's a divorce or, or break in the marriage, it's because the woman was not good enough, did not work hard enough to keep them together. Do you see where I'm going with this? So this is what we are taught. Even before you even begin the journey of your marriage, you are told as a bride. And the men, do you know what they do? They have a bachelor's party. Do you know what they do? They have strippers. They're getting drunk. Having fun. Partying. And that's it. They are not taught to be good husbands on how to keep a marriage and how to, to love their wives. It's all a burden that should be carried by a woman. So as a child, you grow up seeing how these rules are followed at home. And somehow you think that male authority is, is acceptable when it's not. And when you, when you look at how you grew up or it's any general household, you find that it's, it's the woman. It's the woman who tries to enforce all the patriarchal rules right from a young age. We were by 12. As a girl, you're expected to be able to cook sadza at 12. This is only for girls. For a guy, it's okay. You don't have to cook. I mean, you're okay. Even if you're a 12 year boy and you can't cook sadza, it's a pass. It's okay. But as a girl, it's unacceptable. What? She's 12 and she can't cook sadza. What, what, what are you teaching this child if it's a girl? So um, we are repeatedly reminded of our gender and prohibited from doing many things which are unwomanly to our gender. It includes our our clothes, 
even diets. Women don't drink alcohol. It's a privilege for men only. So they control everything, our diet, our clothes, even your friends, how you, how you talk. You're not supposed to yell at a man or raise your voice. What? How dare you? You're not supposed to, to talk back, address properly, how you convey your messages and all that. So sometimes we are, women are not, it's the older generation, <coughs> the old traditional generation, they don't even realize that they're being discriminatory and realizing the impact of that on, on children for, for both girls and boys. Well, boys grow up to be boys boys actually grow up to be boys and girls grow up to be women and it's every aspect of our life that is controlled and groomed to be the good wife you're not you're not supposed to step out after sunset you you have to learn to adjust and speak softly to our masters and then boys, on the other hand, they are not even reprimanded for the same things. And many families enforce strict rules for the girls and the women, and they're implemented religiously by the, the older women, the older women of the, uh, of the family. And we're just reminded of our duties towards men. My God! This is not what I'm good for. Is that all that I'm good for? Getting married and impressing my in-laws. Is that all? You are this is ingrained, this is pounded into your into your mind, into your brain for your whole life. Do you know what that does that to women? That's why women can be abused. They can be raped and it just goes and be brushed under the carpet and life goes on. Because that's what they were taught to submit, to be docile to men. That's what they were taught. This is why all these atrocities against women just slide and men feel entitled to women's bodies. It's because of this. You, you're scrutinized by other ladies. Do you know that? Other ladies are the ones who scrutinize whether they're being a good wife or not. Even when the marriage breaks and there's a family meeting, it's the ladies who are shaming the other woman. How is that supposed to work? We're supposed to empower each other as women. We have been broken down, separated, and weakened for the pleasure of men. And we help to enable the men. I've got a, a daughter and a son. I'm not going to do none of that in my household. And uh, me and my husband, we also display that it's not about that. He cooks, I, I do the dishes. Sometimes he makes the bed. While he's making the bed, I'm doing other things. We help each other. It should be the normal. Malik and Zua will do equal house chores. No one is expected to do more or less than the other. Cooking is a survival skill that everyone should be able to do. It's not something that, it's not a woman's job that they cook for men only, what happens to men? They don't have hands to cook. They've got the, the, the capacity to do that for themselves. 
so everyone should be trained in equal measure. I don't want to rant and be angry, <clears throat> so let me breathe. So that's basically what I'm talking about, and that's how women are part of this whole patriarchal thing. And from the young age, the discrimination at school, at church, at the women's church group, and all that. I don't have time. My 30 minutes is up. I could have wanted to say more. But that's all for today. I had to cut off my rant real quick. Have a good day, guys. I have to go and calm down because it really gets me worked up. I hope you have a nice day. And thank you for listening to my podcast, whoever found it. Bye.
Summer rain 